Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me today at the Busy Mom Podcast. This is Heidi St. John, and I'm so glad that you've tuned in today. Today, I'm excited because my my dear friend Dorinda is on the podcast with me, and we're going to be talking about tough times uh, and tough mothers because we are living in tough times, and it's going to require some moms out there to start toughening up. And so uh, we're going to take our, what is it, almost 50 years now of mothering experience, our combined mothering experience, and uh, talk about about that today. But really quickly, I want to just encourage you, um, if you are not, uh, if you have not reviewed this podcast on iTunes, we would really appreciate it if you would do that. It really helps boost us in the ratings and it lets other people know that we're here. Uh, and also, We'd love it if you, my husband and I for sure would love it if you would go to Friendly Planted Family. We'll link back to these at the show notes today uh, to friendlyplantedfamily.org and uh, consider giving monthly to this ministry. It is your gifts that keep this ministry afloat and uh, help us to do the podcast. Some of you ask me occasionally what goes into podcasting and it's quite a bit more, I think, than people realize. So I've got someone who helps me with graphics and someone who helps me uh, schedule them and Jay mixes them down. And of course, it takes time to uh, to come up with material for them. And all that stuff takes time and energy and effort. And uh, we could certainly use uh, your support as we get the truth out there to the culture. The podcast is now being downloaded an average about 15,000 times per episode. So we're actually really excited about that to see it grow and see so many people encouraged. And that is another way that you can help us is just just to uh, link back to the podcast uh, from uh, from the busy mom from my blog, link it link to it on social media, share it with your friends on Instagram, and let people know, hey, this is a place where you can come and listen to uh, what's happening, uh, listen to people talk about what's happening in the culture from a biblical point of view, and that really is uh, my heart and passion. And speaking of that, uh, that that's the. Uh, the Heart Behind Fearless, also the women's event that I do every year. And we've got a registration for the Indianapolis event is open right now. And so if you have not yet registered for that, I want to encourage you, it's early bird registration right now. You can register for that by going to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash fearless. So we are excited about that and uh, hope that you'll join us in October for Fearless. Hey, I am uh, not going to waste any more time because I know that Dorinda and I are going to probably talk way too long this time like we did last time. And uh, Dorinda, welcome, woman. Hey, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> it's just so much fun for me to to be able to talk to you, uh, mostly because um, we have so many things in common you know, with mm-hmm. you have you have eight children, and I have seven, and some you're a grandmother now, and so am I, and we're still in the in the throes of raising some young ones, and uh, we're mm-hmm. both we're also a little horrified at uh, at the at the the uh, situation in the culture that we're finding ourselves in, yeah. and yeah. Uh, are, yeah. are challenged by it. Yeah, we really are. I mean, I think when you and I met how many years ago, sixteen years ago, yeah, I don't think we ever would have imagined being where we are right now, no. watching what's going on around us That's and, right. and really just kind of hanging on to each other going, yeah. holy cow, what are we doing here? Yeah, and what in the world? Realizing yeah, yeah exactly. And something, yeah. there's yeah. something so we happening. Just, you know, I think that's a that's an important thing is we, we need each other. You yeah. know, we need, you talk about being in the word and in prayer. We need that, but we need each other. We need to support and encourage one another in the word and, and yeah. to stand strong. Yeah, yeah. I love... Uh, I love First uh, Peter two verses eleven and twelve. It actually defines, er, describes exactly how we feel right now. Uh, it says, "Dear mm-hmm. friends, I urge you as aliens and strangers in the world 
to abstain from sinful desires which war against your soul, live such good lives among the pagans that although they accuse you of wrongdoing, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day that he visits Mm. us. I love that. It's a reminder Mm. that we really need to be uh, living our lives in a way that honors God. We are not called to be like the world. We are called to be set apart. We're called to be different and um, right. as mothers, especially, I don't know about you, Dorinda, but I'm noticing something as I'm traveling and speaking. I'm 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 interacting with a lot of moms who um, are so afraid that they've become um, fearful and in you know and mm-hmm. sort of are I guess for a lack of a better word, sort of whining and um, mm-hmm. grumbling about what's going on around them instead of picking up the armor which is at right there at their disposal. And going, all right, this is war. Bring it. You know, we are, mm-hmm. yes, we're strangers right. in this world. We are aliens, but we also serve the Lord of Heaven's armies and we believe Him and we trust Him and we're going to live our lives in a way that reflects that. That's absolutely right. And I think a big part of that is having an eternal perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not, this is not the end of the story here on this earth. And no. I think you and I have talked about this. The older we get, the more eternal our perspective has mm-hmm. become realize how quickly life goes by and this 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 life is just a vapor mm-hmm. you know david said that in the songs and and yet here we are as mothers in trying to raise the next generation and thinking about their futures and mm-hmm. it just gets a little overwhelming at times and i just mm-hmm. think um you're absolutely right we do we need to gird up and there are just there are some ways we can do that mm-hmm. and we also need to remember like you said that that we serve a huge god I mean, when, when our eyes are on him in fact, I, I just read a book um, a couple of months ago. I just I felt myself falling and kind of getting pushed down by everything that was going on around me. And I thought, Lord, what do I need to do? And he and it was like he said, I want you to get your eyes on me. So I I purchased this book called The Attributes of God, and mm-hmm. it went through all the different attributes of God. And every day, as I read who God is, all of a sudden. I did not feel afraid anymore. Mm -hmm. I felt hopeful. So I think that's a big part of it is we need to get our eyes on him. Mm -hmm. Well, Jesus said uh, in John 14, Jesus said, don't let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe Mm -hmm. also in me. I love this part. In my father's house are many dwelling places. places. If it were not so, I would have told you. For I go to prepare Mm -hmm. a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will not I might, I will come again and receive mm-hmm. you to myself that where I am there you might be also. I love this because the Bible is talking to us about the Lord Jesus who rules from heaven and reminding us that we are citizens of heaven. We're citizens of heaven. We don't seek this city. We seek a city to come, which is why we often feel like strangers in a strange land because we are strangers right. in a strange land. That's exactly That's what we right. are. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And I think we need to embrace that. We need to, especially as things are continuing to change, we're going to continue to become more and more strangers in this land. Yeah. And if we can just embrace that part of that, you know, again, that, that has a lot to do with where our eyes are set. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly right. And I'm thinking from moms, I guess today, uh, what I really like to do is just focus on the mom who feels culture worn and faith worn. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend Sharon Janes just finished a book uh, and it, w- it came out a couple weeks ago called Take Hold of the Faith You Long For. And I'll link back to that today in the show notes. 
Um, but so important for us to um, not only remember that we're strangers in a strange land, but that we don't act like the strangers around us. We don't think like them mm-hmm. because the Bible says we have the mind of Christ. We don't have the same customs that they, that they do, the same goals or desires. And so as parents, when our kids, when we, you know, we see our kids coming up against us in the culture, um, I, I was, I don't know where I was. I'm starting to lose track of, you know, I don't, I'm surprised I know what time zone I'm in right now, but I've been <laughs> speaking to moms around the country and over and over again, you know, I'll open it up for questions at the end and a mom will say, you know, well, I'm just so discouraged because my seven-year-old and my nine-year-old fight all the time and I just, I don't know what to do. And then there's another person, you know, another mom will say how frustrated she is because she feels like um, she has to say the same things to her kids over and over again. And, mm-hmm. you know, yes, you do. That's yeah. True. Well, and part of me just kind of wants to stay, to stand back, you know, and say to these moms, this is the gig. Like this is it. When you when you became a mother, you enlisted in a in a battle. You enlisted in a battle. And no one ever, I mean, whoever told us the battle was going to be easy. Right? We're kidding mm-hmm. ourselves if we think raising kids, right. particularly in this culture, is going to be easy. And I kind of feel like right. Uh, today's moms, because times are so difficult, they need to adopt a warrior mentality. This, this sort of, you know, sort of toughen up. Are you noticing the same thing? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think we we had this conversation the other day. I think that same day you were talking to these moms, I wrote a blog post for the busy mom and it was exactly um, about that exact same thing, which I found fascinating because I always know the Lord's working when we, we haven't even talked about this and we're both, you know, feeling this same message that needs to go out. And I completely agree. I think, I think um, it's, it's easy to get stuck in the muck and the mire and the hard work that motherhood is, but it is hard work. Yep. And I think if we just tell ourselves, I'm, you know, that number one, this is not going to be easy, but also that God is here with us yep. in this whole process of raising our kids. And we can feel his presence in such real and powerful ways. Yep. Yep. in that role of motherhood. And as we're raising our children and to be thinking, like you said, though, with that warrior mentality, you know, we're on our knees, we're praying for our kids and for their future. Because as you and I both know, you know, they get into adulthood and that's it. Your, your main influence in their lives is pretty much over mm-hmm. and they make their own decisions mm-hmm. and you want to invest now. Yeah, You want to invest now for the future. Mm-hmm. And you do that by, being tuned into the Lord and girding up and doing that warfare as a mother for your children. And you're engaging. We are, we are called mm-hmm. as mothers to engage with our children um, in Absolutely. a spiritual manner as well. So we, we are called mm-hmm. to pray for them. We are certainly not called to coddle them. We are called to pray for them and discipline them and love them in the same way that the Lord loves and disciplines us. And I, and I guess as I'm looking at this generation of mothers, you know, my heart is burdened because I see, I don't know what you, what you see, Duran, I'd be really interested to hear what, what your perspective is on this, but I really believe based on what we're seeing happen in North Carolina, the incredibly broad overreach of the federal government against Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, I read an article in the New York Times uh, the other day, Jay and I were uh, traveling home from North Carolina and we happened to stop at Starbucks because it was um, Frappuccino happy hour. But anyway, that's another, another thing. Right. Uh, we stop at Starbucks and we get our, you know, we get our, um, what I think they were, what did they, what were they, Jay? 700 calories of me. It's crazy. You guys, listen, stay away from Frappuccino, the Vente Frappuccino, just run. Don't even do it. So anyway, um, but I'm waiting in line for my, uh, for my, 
calorie-laden frappuccino and I look and see a copy of the New York Times sitting there and there's an article there that was written by a liberal and he basically was saying that there is no longer in this country tolerance for evangelical uh Christians for for men and women who claim the name of Jesus the uh the academics in this country have decided that they're foolish and stupid and the mm-hmm. school system has decided to take God out of it and my um, right. my visceral reaction to that my response to that is to go oh my goodness like this is actually happening and parents mm-hmm. who are raising their children i believe that that the job of this generation of parents who have young children, I mean, children who are still at home right now, is to prepare those children for a world that is going to reject them. They're going to be rejected. And if we're, you know, you could see all the Bernie Sanders, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but I am no fan of Bernie Sanders, as everybody who listens to this podcast knows. Uh, And I just, I am trying to envision a culture in which we've, you know, we're raising a bunch of babies who are offended Mm -hmm. at the, you know, the slightest Mm -hmm. thing. But I'm seeing these moms who are sort of, reacting to the culture that way. And God is saying, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Why are you running? Why are we afraid? Why are we not engaging the culture? Right. That's absolutely right. And we can, we can teach our kids how to do that. Um, You know, obviously when they're younger, we've talked about this a lot. You're protecting them. You're, you're growing them in the Lord and surrounding them with truth. And this is my husband's given this analogy many times when they're trying to train someone um, in, like that works at a bank as to what money is counterfeit and what is real. They let them only deal with real money yeah. for for weeks and weeks and weeks. And the second they come across counterfeit, they recognize it. Yep. And I think that's what we do with our kids is we we we, we just completely um, inundate them with truth, the truth of God's word. We have lots of conversations about that. We teach them, we train them. That's why the Bible says we're we're training our children because really we're training them for warfare down the road. And nobody would send a small child out in onto the battlefield, right? Right. So that's why we keep our kids. That's why I know that's why you and I have homeschooled and kept our kids at home. Absolutely. Not because we're, you know, what's the word keeping you know, keeping them from everything. Right. We are well, you can't. I mean, you certainly can't keep them, them from everything anymore, right? All you got to do is walk through the checkout line at Walmart and exactly. you're like, oh, oh dear, exactly. you know, <laughs> there's yep, a conversation. Right. And so I think, I think that's that process of just protection and, and, and exposure to truth, truth, truth. And that's what I found with our kids is the second they ran across something that wasn't truth and it was counterfeit, they recognized it. They recognized yeah. it quicker than I did as yep. an adult. Yep. And yep. and that's because they were made for such a time as this. You say that all the yep. time when you're when you're speaking to moms, and it's so true. Um, mm-hmm. We need to we need to understand that our kids were made for this time, mm-hmm. and 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 it's our job to continue to equip them. But at the mm-hmm. same time, we have a sovereign God who placed them in this time mm-hmm. in history. Mm-hmm. And um, I think those two things working together is very very powerful. It's very powerful, and indeed, it's true that that we are living in tough times, and those these tough times are going to require parents to be tough, parents to know the word, parents to to be able to stand in defense of it. I heard a a woman the other day say that she, uh, you know, that she's she's questioning the authority of scripture because surely God would not uh, condemn, you know, two men who love each other who want to get married. And I'm like, wow, 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 hold on a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're making an emotional argument for a spiritual problem. This God is the one who gets to determine what is right and wrong. God Mm -hmm. determines truth. 
and we use God's standard to determine what is counterfeit. So if it doesn't okay. ma- if it doesn't match up to what God says is true, we don't need to make excuses. And I think you know we've been we've been conned into, into believing that we have to make excuses for what we believe, and we really don't. We can just say, "Listen, no. we are children of the living God, and we." And we do we do what God says to do. We follow Him first. And if the day that the laws in this country violate the laws of God, that is going to really separate. Uh, I think the wheat, um, you know, the the tares from the wheat in this culture, because we are going to have to be. We are going to be who God says we are, uh, or we're not. We're either going to be separated and set apart or we're not. And man, it's important for moms and dads who are listening to this to train up their children. If you guys see something happening around you and your kids are old enough to see it and absorb it, Mm -hmm. that's the time for you to step in and say, okay, this is what God says. Like the world is going to tell you one thing, but they don't know Jesus. And this is what God says. And to equip and prepare your children rather than run and hide. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely right. That that just, that is, that is all all of it in a nutshell right there. Yep. Well, um, we're going to come on, we're going to come back and do this uh, again, but we're out of time and I've gone over again, Dorinda. That's a shocker. Well, look at us, 16 minutes we've gone uh, over. Every time I'm with you on words, we got to catch up on our words. I know, I know. We're we're bad for each other. (laughs) We're bad for the word count at least. But uh, I want to leave everybody with uh, a verse from 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17. This is Paul talking to Timothy about what scripture is good for and why we need it. He says, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and make us realize what's wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. That is a message to you, parents, to use the word of God to prepare and equip your children for whatever lies in front of them. We'll see you back here next time at the Busy Mom Podcast. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.